Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Odds On Podcast, your home of football and sports betting. My name's Dan Tracy and for the next 45 minutes I'm joined by two top guests as we dissect all the numbers, look for the value and find those long shots before this weekend's football action. As I say, it's not just me on the show today, so before we start waxing lyrical about wagers, let's get the introductions out of the way. First up, I'm joined by Sam Tizzle. Sam, it's a pleasure to have you on the show and I hope all is well. Pleasure to be back on again this week, guys. What a week I've had, by the way. 8-0 Newcastle to start us off. Um, yeah, the season's start, finally starting to get going now, so delighted with that. It could kind of come crashing down again tonight, though. We have obviously got Man City in the cup, who, yeah, let's be honest, we don't get a more difficult game than that. But, hey, who knows what's going to happen. If we get a result against Manchester City tonight, who knows where the season can take us. And, of course, last but certainly not least is Jamie Brown. Jamie, how are you feeling after the weekend's football? Yeah, obviously really good after that that performance at the Emirates from Spurs. Um, you know, really nice to kind of see Spurs go to the Emirates against a possession-based Arsenal team and, uh, you know, have more possession. I think that, that was something that's, that's really impressed me. Obviously, it was only a draw and I'm not exactly delighted by just the point, but it was more so the performance. And uh, yeah, look, six games into the job and, and Ange Postacoglu, he's continuing to kind of work wonders and really kind of a pleasure to watch his team at the moment. So yeah, it's just uh, very weird. It's, it's nice being a Spurs fan for once. And uh, yeah, it's just obviously a great weekend of football. Obviously, we did very well, as I'm sure, in, in terms of our long shot. Um, Acker is, I'm sure you're about to mention. But uh, yeah, obviously that Arsenal game and the, the getting us over the line as well. So yeah, really good weekend of football. We'll get to the long shot Acker later in the show, but that's all the intros out of the way. So let's get down to business. And of course, before we start, wherever you bet, check first with freebets.com, your best place for offers, tips and insights. And from a social media point of view, if you're placing any bets this weekend, let us know via the Odds On podcast hashtag, and who knows, we may be discussing your winners on next week's show. OK, where should we start first? Let's look at Saturday lunchtime and the clash between Aston Villa and Brighton. Now, Sam, in my opinion, I think the Brighton win at 8-5 to five looks a good shout. Is this where you are also heading for the weekend? So, I don't think it's the worst shout at all, but I've been looking at it and obviously... Villa, I wasn't too sure about the first two games of the season. There was something quite, not quite there. But actually, they have really sort of picked it up recently. Uh, I'm looking at here. Brighton, obviously, as we mentioned, five wins from the first six so far. But Villa have actually won uh, four of the last five Premier League games as well. So, with this being at Villa Park, I've got a feeling that this could actually be a bit of a stalemate here. Uh, so, with that in mind, I think I'm looking more at the draw at 3-1, which I think is a good price. Um I think Unai Emery's just started to get his side clicking quite a bit. And obviously, as we know with Brighton, they are vulnerable to conceding goals as well. So I've just got a feeling that this could be one where both teams, there's plenty of goals I'm expecting this one. But I also think a draw at 3-1 is possibly where I'd be placing my money. But for bigger odds, you might want to be looking at both teams to score on a draw in this one as well. Well, Jamie, regardless of the match outcome, I'd imagine this game will be not short of goals. The big question is whether we'll get over the 3.5 total at odds of 11 to 10. Yeah, I mean, I'm with Sam here. I like, really like the look of a draw here and, and plenty of goals, as you said, Dan. Um, I, th- I think both this game is kind of set up for, for lots of goals to happen. Um, both teams have been playing pretty risky football at the moment, but uh, it's been paying off in terms of the amount of goals they've been they've been scoring. Um, but also, um, they have conceded quite a few as well. Uh, Brighton, they conceded eight in six. Uh, Villa, they've conceded uh, 10 in their first six matches as well. Um, but as I said, both teams scoring plenty as well. Brighton, really impressive this season. Got 18 goals in, in total. Villa, they've got 12. So, 
yeah, I, I think this game, as I said, fully set up for lots of goals here. And um, I, I think we could see a higher scoring draw here. So, uh, yeah, over, over 3.5 goals is, is for, for me, definitely the way to go. OK, then in terms of the wider context of the game, you can currently get Brighton at odds of 8-15 to 15 for another top six finish. So, Sam, when you consider the plights of Manchester United and Chelsea thus far, do you reckon the Seagulls can finish higher than both of these teams? Yeah, I do think they can finish higher than definitely Chelsea and I'm sure Manchester United as well. I still think Manchester United might pick it up a bit. I think Chelsea will pick it up slightly, but I don't see Chelsea troubling the top six at all from what I've seen so far this season. As we know, Manchester United, they made a sluggish start last year as well and sort of came in thrown a little bit towards the back end. I still think there'd be an element of that. Obviously, European football is going to play a large part in this, but I don't think I'd be tempted to back it at eight, odds of 8 to 15. I think that's quite a short price for a long season bet, if you like. I think there's probably better value options out there, I'd suggest. OK, let's consider one of those now then, because, Jamie, in the same market, Villa are priced at odds of 12 to 5. That makes them the ninth shortest price, which then also means the bookies aren't too keen on Unai Emery's mm. men hitting the top six. But would you be in agreement with them? I think I probably would. I don't. I think they're going to just come up short in terms of that race for the top six. Um, I, I think they're not going to be too far off it. I think they are a really good side. And obviously, you know, look at all these stats that, of course, you know, maybe across the course of the year, how many points they picked up. They're always really right near the top. So they are a really good team. But uh, I just think there's there's too many teams that still, as as we mentioned, maybe you might start picking up. Obviously. We've got Manchester United, Newcastle as well. I think will be another team that will eventually make their way into the top six. So I just think there's maybe too many stronger teams that, that are still to kind of get going and, and will eventually finish above them. Um, I think as well, we m might see that there is a bit of an issue with their squad depth as well, Villa. Um, of course, we, we saw last week, you know, when they, they kind of fielded a, a second string 11, you know, they had some real problems. So, um, yeah, I, I think that they are a really good team and their first team's really good, but... Maybe their depth and, and other teams kind of being a bit stronger might just stop them from getting to the top six. So as, as much as I really like them, I think in the, in the race of the top six, they will fall just short. OK, then let's go to what I guess is a six-pointer at Goodison as Everton play host to Luton. Now, Sam, the Toffees scuppered quite a few of our bets from last week's show as they got the better of Brentford last weekend. Can they make it two from two and pick up a home win odds of four to seven? Do you know what? I actually quite fancy this bet after slating Everton pretty much since the start of the season uh, in every show we've done uh, and obviously on my articles, etc. I actually think that this week is probably the week where they make it back-to-back -back wins for the first time in a long time in the Premier League. Uh, I think maybe 4-7 is slightly short. I'd probably prefer maybe odds of 4-6 to six to 8-11, to 11, but obviously who wouldn't prefer bigger odds? Uh, but yeah, I've been condemning them a lot, but the Toffees actually finally gave us something to chew on last week uh, with that result. The one that I actually call, I didn't think they would win, but obviously they they did well. Um, obviously, it's just the main factor like this is just because of how much Luton are obviously struggling. Still yet to pick up a win from the first five games. Obviously, just taking the one draw. Serious lack of goals. Uh, and obviously, on the road to Goodison Park, it's a difficult place to go for the majority of teams in the Premier League. Uh, so I think, yeah, they're going to be up against it, sadly. And I think Everton might just make it back-to-back -back wins. Well, I mean... I use the term six points. I don't use it lightly because if Everton do win, they're on seven points of the season, Luton on one. You consider how bad the promoted teams have been. Obviously, that's not going to make Everton safe by any stretch, but you're kind of already thinking, are Luton already doomed, knowing that they have to catch up Everton that much already? I don't know. You know, it's really bad for those promoted teams. I don't give them much of a chance on Saturday, that being the Hatters. But Jamie, both teams have concerns when it comes to attack, but neither team can be trusted in defence either. So with this in mind, would you back both teams to score on Saturday at evens? 
Yeah, well, look, for the the sake of my fantasy team, I just brought Carlton Morris into my team. So I kind of hope that Luton are able to get on the score sheet. But I'm probably going to contradict myself a little bit here. And I don't think they will. I, I think that Everton can win this one to nil. Um, look, they're, they're, they're home matches this season. They've kind of been threatening to get something from them. Of all those three games, they have lost just one nil in, in each of them. So obviously not been conceding a lot. Obviously the goals might be a slight issue, but... Obviously, we saw on the weekend, they kind of picked up, scored three against Brentford. Um, so I think they can make it another win here. Um, and I think they can do it to nil because I think defensively, they can, you know, they can keep Luton out here. And obviously, Luton are a team who really struggled for goals so far this season. Just three goals in six matches. So I think given the way that Everton will probably set up and the way they can be defensively, I think they will keep Luton out here. So I'm going to go for an Everton win uh, to nil at six to four. Yeah, both of you make very good cases, and logically, they are right. But this is Everton, and I don't think I personally am in a race to back them, because if they go behind, Goodison can turn really nasty. We know how nasty that place can get when their own fans turn on Everton. If it gets all stressful, and what we've seen in the past few weeks this season already, it might get a bit nasty. So, as you say, logically, you back Everton, but I'm going to keep my money in my pocket. But let's move on to the South Coast now, as Bournemouth play host to Arsenal. And with the Cherries still looking for their first win of the season... Sam, can I tempt you with a five to one win over the Gunners on Saturday? Uh, unfortunately, not with this ah. one. I think, yeah, I think not. Unfortunately, I'm sort of saying that Arsenal are looking slightly too strong at this moment in time. Obviously, they got the draw against um, Spurs, which in the scheme of things actually isn't the worst result. But I know they've got a great record against Spurs, and the Arsenal fans were hoping for that win. But the way they started the season, to be fair, is is very good. Obviously, the They've got to try and keep up momentum against, well, sorry, to try and compete with Man City. There's a few teams that start the season really well, so they know that every game is so important at the moment to take results. I just think that, unfortunately, for, for Bournemouth, Arsenal are kind of in that mindset at the moment where every game is a must-win. So, I think Arsenal won't be complacent this one. I do see them being too strong. OK, Jamie, there's going to be plenty of options when it comes to any-time goal scorers. Which one takes your fancy before Saturday? Mm. I, th I think this is going to be a tricky game for Arsenal. I think, you know, obviously that the draw wasn't an awful result. I think it was maybe just the manner that, that they have been performing this season. Performances haven't been so great. I think they already know that they they look like they're not quite as strong as they were last season. They already know that Man City are looking really strong at the moment. So there might be kind of that little bit of, um, you know, maybe just disappointment with the way they're playing at the moment. And uh, then you factor in the injuries they've got at the moment. You know, Saka probably going to be missing. Rice, obviously, a doubt. Trossard, Martinelli as well, all doubts of the game. So, in terms of result, I think this could be a tricky one for them. But I, I just think that, look, they they are still such a good team. And I think they should just about come up on top here. So, I think it's going to be a close, kind of a close-fought win for them. Um, in terms of looking for that anytime goal scorer, I think I'm going to go for the cap, their captain, Martin Odegaard. I think he, he did look good on the weekend. Um, you know, had lots of attempts on goal. And uh, I think against Bournemouth, he can make one of them come good. So I'm going to go for Martin Odegaard at 15-8 to 8 to score any time. OK, and let's look at the wider context of the Premier League outright market. The Gunners are now priced at 8-1 to 1 after round six of the season. Sam, is the ship already sailing away from them? Yeah, I mean, as I've sort of said every week, I've said at the beginning of the season, I still can't see past Man City personally, obviously. I've mentioned before that I've got City to win the quadruple, massive odds of 70 to 1. I purely base that just on the price of it, to be fair. I mean, it'd be outrageous to see them do it, but I just thought the price looked too tempting. So I've got to say, all my eggs are still in that City basket. I think that 
probably Arsenal-Liverpool are the two next likely candidates, not to strike off your boys completely. Um, but yeah, I think that Liverpool, I've started to see signs of improvement there. Uh, and obviously, Arsenal kind of from next from last season were the most competitive team. So I, I still give them to the outside chances. But I just think City, unfortunately, are just going to come up trumps again. They're just too good. And as long as they've got Haaland firing, yeah, I don't see how anyone really stops them, to be fair. Well, if City beat Arsenal at the Emirates in a couple of weeks, that gap could get to as high as seven. And you think, well, you know, the t- way they're playing already this season, I can't see Arsenal making up a seven-point gap on City. But, Jamie, to lead in that a bit more, City are unsurprisingly favourites to win the league at 4-11. to 11. I don't have a price to hand at the moment, but what if I was to offer you an invincible Premier League season at the Etihad? Yeah, I mean, it would be really tempting this one, I think, especially the way that they've started the season. And, you know, obviously, again, let's make it, you know, Pep Guardiola obviously allowed some players to go, brought in new players, obviously, like Jeremy Doku coming in, uh, Guardiola as well, coming in as well. So, Again, he's managed to refresh this team and they they still look equally as strong. So, very impressive start to the season. And look, if you you kind of look at any Manchester, any team that's going to do it, um, if they ever kind of replicate that achievement of Arsenal, you know, it might just be this Manchester City team. Um, I would say I probably wouldn't back this one, though, just based on the fact that I think there's so many fixtures for them to play this season still. And obviously, you factor in all the cup games, you factor in Europe as well. I just think there'll be one or two games where they are going to slip up. And, um, you know, obviously we, we've seen so many of these teams so far get injuries. And uh, I think Man City will get some, will get more as well uh, throughout the season. And that might kind of impact them. So I think there will be one or two slip ups this season. But, you know, they're still going to be absolutely flying this season. They're still going to, I think they will win the league pretty comfortably. Um, so I'll probably say no to this one just because I think there's, as I said, too many games to play. Um, there'll be one or two slip-ups in the league. so, But yeah, really interesting one to kind of see what the price might be on this. Well, it seems like City and the Chasing Pack, two of the Chasing Pack, face each other on Saturday. We're going to go bet-building once again. It's Tottenham versus Liverpool in North London, and we are going to look to construct another winner. So Sam, you're up first. I'd like an anytime goal scorer from you, please. Right, so it's going to be your captain, Son Young-Min. So he's got five goals already this campaign. Uh, they've all come in the last three games as well, so he's banging for them. Uh, I've got to touch upon the link-up play with Madders in the last game and throughout the season as well. Uh, Madders has been absolutely sensational since coming into that Spurs uh, fold. I think Postacoglu has really got him uh, playing good football straight away. He's, he's adapted really nicely. Uh, and also, looking at this one, Son scored in four of the last six meetings between the sides. So, for me, it is going to be Son to score against Liverpool this weekend. I'll take that. Jamie, what have you got on the over-under goals? Mm, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a really exciting game and another game where we see lots of goals. So I'm going to go for over 3.5. Um, I think this is always kind of a fixture where there has been plenty of goals, even in the last couple. Uh, two of the last four have ended with over uh, over 3.5 goals. Of course, that the last season, towards the end of, end of the campaign, we saw that, that uh, 4-3 uh, win for Liverpool. Um, yeah, I think as well, uh, in terms of any, 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 any time scorer, there could have been loads of names on on that list. So, uh, yeah, I, I just think everything kind of points towards lots of goals here. So I'm going to go for over 3.5. Yeah, I'm going to stay on that vein because I'm going to go with both teams to score on Saturday. It sounds simple, but there are good reasons because, first, this has been ticked off in each of the last six league meetings between the two clubs. It's always a fixture that promises goals. Secondly, both teams seem to be slightly averse to keeping clean sheets this season. Spurs have managed two, Liverpool just one in the Premier League. Adding Mo Salah, who loves scoring against Spurs. Anyway, I think it's, what, eight goals in the Premier League since he arrived at the club? 
And I think each outfit will get themselves on the score sheet on Saturday. Okay, then let's just recap our three picks then. Sam's gone for Hume Min Song to score at any time. Jamie's gone for over 3.5 goals on Saturday. And I've gone for both teams to score. This one, 13 to 5. But with the odds we've given and the reasons that they're for, why not? I mean, £10 on the betting slip, £36 in your back pocket. No one's going to say no to that. I hope it gets over the line for you. I hope it gets over the line for us. But let's have a quick chat about the game itself now. And Sam, after picking up the 2-2 draw in the North London derby last Sunday, how confident can Tottenham be of at least continuing that unbeaten start to the season? So I see this as a similarly poised game to the one last week in the North London derby. Obviously, you've touched upon it there. 2 all draw in a place that's notoriously difficult for, for Spurs to go to. Uh, Spurs, unfortunately, do have a, have a poor record against Liverpool. They've not won any of their last 12 encounters against them. So Liverpool will be fancying this. But under Postacoglu, we've seen a completely different sort of Spurs in terms of their attacking output, in my opinion. The way that they're, they're playing football, it's a different style of playing. I think the fans have really warmed to it. Uh, they do tend to, however, nick goals against Liverpool. The last six games between the sides, you just touched upon that as well, Dan. It's been seen both teams scoring. And it's also produced 21 goals in the last six uh, games as well. 14 of them coming from Liverpool, obviously seven from in the way of uh, in the way of Spurs. So I do fancy goals in this one. And you know what? I would not write off the draw in this by any means. I think I've got a feeling it's been at Anfield. I think Liverpool might just nick this by one goal. But I would not, I'll definitely not be writing off the draw here. OK, and at the same time, Jamie, Liverpool come into this game unbeaten in the league. I wouldn't say they've gone under the radar as such, but has this not been a surprise to you? Mm, yeah, I, I think it has. I mean, look, the last couple of seasons, maybe Liverpool have been slightly disappointing and there has been a bit of a drop off. And, you know, maybe it looked like Jurgen Klopp's time at Liverpool was coming to an end. But I think over the summer, he's done a great job in kind of rejuvenating this team, obviously, especially in that midfield and, and maybe uh, in attack as well. Obviously, they brought in Shobosly, McAllister as well, and they've looked like two fantastic additions. Um, Shobosly has been someone who's really impressed me and just looks like a, a fantastic addition to that team. Obviously, he spent a lot of money on him, but looking very much worthwhile so far. Um, obviously, defensively, they're still main pretty strong as well. Um, obviously, kind of still got that same sort of template where they've got Robertson, Van Dijk, Allison. obviously still one of the best keepers in the league, Trent as well. So, yeah, I think there's lots to like about this Liverpool team. And, you know, they've got some big wins as well. Obviously, going away to Newcastle, obviously beating Villa and West Ham, two sides that, are, you know, made strong starts to the season, doing so pretty comfortably as well. So, um, yeah, I think they definitely have kind of surprised me. And um, I think in terms of the race of the top four, I, I really like their chances of doing that. Now, Sam, if you're going to look at this game from a point of view of each half, who wins the first and who wins the second? Right, so the way I've gone with this one here, I fancy Tottenham to kind of come out the blocks fairly quickly. I've got a feeling that they might be the ones that have the lead at half-time. Uh, second half, that I think that Liverpool will see them come into their own with this one. I think, I mean, I've seen it against Newcastle. Obviously, we had really, we played so dominant against them, but they just hang on in there, Liverpool. They've got this sort of fighting spirit where they never give up. Uh, and I think that they will take the second half. I think with the options they've got to bring off the bench as well, especially in the tacking um, department. I think that's where they'll really start to come and in the second half with the Anfield crowd roaring them on. So I'm going to go for Tottenham to win the first half and Liverpool to win the second half. And that is paying 7-1 to one, which I think is pretty good value. Yeah, I'd agree. Now, Jamie, I mentioned a moment ago Tottenham played out a score draw last weekend. You'll be aware of that, obviously. The same outcome is 10-3 to three before Saturday. Is that a bet that you are considering? 
I think so. Um, look, obviously, these two teams are so closely matched at the moment. Obviously, league form suggests that as well. Um, both teams scoring, I definitely would go that way. I think, as you know, we've made very clear, plenty of goals going to be on show in this game. Obviously, both teams have, have so much attacking, uh, attacking quality. So, both teams uh, to score, definitely a yes for me. Um, but I, I'm actually going to back Spurs here. Um, I really think that, you know, the way they went to the Emirates and kind of played their football... Um, obviously, the, the amount of possession that they had, how brave they were in terms of, you know, you know, continuing to play their way of football. Um, and obviously, with this game being at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, I think the atmosphere there is just so good at the moment. And I think, you know, you could back Spurs to kind of go toe-to-toe with most teams at the moment, maybe Man City aside. Um, so, I, I think Spurs come out on top here. And uh, I, I like the look of both teams scoring and a Spurs win at 10-3. Uh, to 3. But, yeah, as I said, a draw... A draw Definitely could be also the way to go as well. It's just so closely matched. And, uh, you know, even if Spurs were to come up top, I think it will be literally only just. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to go with Spurs with this one. Um, and both teams scoring at 10-3. to 3. OK, so for our long shot hacker now, we go anywhere in the world on the hunt for odds between 2-1 to one and 5-1. to one. But before we do, it is Pat on the back time as we landed a big one last week. A 52-1 to one win I got over the line. And if you place £1 stakes on the long shot hacker after every show, you'd now be in profit after last season's 99-1 to winner as well. So now it's time to earn our money again. Sam, you're up first this week. What have you got for me? Yes, so I backed a draw last week and I'm going to be back in another draw this week. So I'm going to go for Forest versus Brentford to be a draw. Brentford season's yet to take off for me. Uh, They've obviously only just won the one game so far from the opening six games. And as for Forest as well, I'd say they're plodding along, uh, but they won't be too displeased with their start to the season. Seven points taken for them. Uh, obviously, I just think this one here, they're quite evenly matched at this moment in time. Um, I think with Forest being at home as well, they'll fancy themselves to come away with something. Uh, so, yeah, for me, I just think I fancy a stalemate in this one, and I'm going to go for another draw here. Okay, Jamie, what have you got up your sleeve? Yeah, I'm going to go for uh, another very difficult uh, what, evening for Chelsea here. Um, and I'm going to go for a Fulham win over them in, in this West London derby at 13-5. to um, Look, Fulham, they made a very mixed start to the season so far, but they've got some very impressive results in that. Obviously, one on the opening day where Everton, obviously we make a lot about Spurs getting a tool draw at Arsenal. They've already done the same. Um, obviously did so with 10 men as well. Um, they've also had some tricky games. Obviously had to play Man City. Um, on the weekend, they went away to Crystal Palace and got a result. They got a draw there. So I think Fulham can definitely get something from this game. And I think it's going to be all three points. Um, I think they face a Chelsea side, obviously wounded at the moment. You know, and I, I just think a Monday evening um, away at Fulham, I think it's real recipe for disaster for, for Chelsea and Pochettino here. Um, obviously, we saw them lose this fixture last season. I think it was Shao Felix's debut. He got sent off in that game. And uh, I think Willian scored as well. And I think it's just going to be the same case here. I think it'll be another defeat for Chelsea um, at Craven Cottage. Um, so, yeah, and obviously another another defeat this season. And, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's obviously the way the club is at the moment. They're in a real mess. Obviously, the atmosphere is incredibly low as well. So I think that will play a part. So I'm going to go for a Fulham win here at 13-5. to OK, I'm off to the Championship as Watford play host to Middlesbrough at Vicarage Road. And after Michael Carrick's men finally picked up a first win of the season, they're now going to look to make it two in a row. Something that is not outside the realm of possibility when you consider that the hosts find themselves in 16th and have only won once since the opening day thrashing of QPR. It's been a rocky start for Valerian Ismael and you know how long you get as a Watford boss. I think Borough will apply more pressure to his shoulders with an away win at odds of 2-1. to one. 
And of course, check out freebets.com for all the latest offers and enhanced odds from all the leading bookmakers. Right, let's focus on some more Premier League headlines now. And next up, we go to Molyneux as Wolves are host to Manchester City. No Rodri for the champions, but Sam, will that stop you in backing the away win to nil or to five to four? No, I think it's actually not a bad value bet. So looking at it, last season, both results went in Manchester City's favour. Uh, 3-0 victory to Manchester City. So obviously, keeping clean sheets in both of them games as well. Don't get me wrong, I cannot underestimate the loss of Rodri. For me, I tipped him to be the PFA Player of the Year. So that red card didn't sort of do my bet any favours there. But for me, I think him and Haaland are arguably the two most important players in that City team at the moment. I think he just really dictates the tempo for City and he just clears so much up for them where he really does relieve that pressure on the back four. Not that they need much relieving. They are probably the best back four in the world, you'd have to say. But um, yeah, for me, Rodri, what a player he is. Uh, but yeah, I do I do like the look of the 5-4 to four, Manchester City to win and both, sorry, and, and their clean sheet as well for Manchester City in this one, 5-4. to four. OK, and Jamie, there's always going to be plenty of options when it comes to the first goal scorer bet, but which option mm-hmm. takes your fancy before Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it's always very tricky kind of picking, uh, you know, trying to narrow it down. But I'm going to go for Phil Foden here at 7-1. Uh, to one. He opened the scoring last weekend against Nottingham Forest. Um, he's in really good form at the moment as well. He's got four goal contributions last in his last five league matches. So a guy who's, who's playing really well. Obviously, City at the moment, they've got a couple of injuries. And so I think he'll continue to start, um, obviously, along with his good form as well. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go for Phil Foden here to open the scoring at 7-1. to one. OK, next up, we go to Old Trafford. It's Manchester United opposed to Crystal Palace. So, Sam, how does the home win and under 2.5 goals sound to you? Odds of 10 to 3. So, it's not, you know, it's not, the, it's not actually the worst bet. I think the thing is this one, obviously, we just saw last night Manchester United win. Uh, obviously, 3-0 in their favour. But what I will say about that is both teams did make plenty of changes to the team as well. Uh, so, as much as it's a tempting one, I've got a feeling, to be honest with you, I'm about to side with what you're asking Jamie uh, next, so I'll let you. Uh, I'll tee that up for you now, Jamie. Uh, what, you, what are you thinking in this one here? I know Manchester United and both teams to score is uh, something we're about to talk about. So I quite fancy this one. I don't know what you think, Jamie. Yeah, do you, do you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually going to go in the opposite direction. I, yeah. I like the winter nil here. Actually, um, look, United obviously will be hoping that that Carabao Cup win over Palace uh, will be the turning point here. Um, I think they look really good against the Eagles as well. Um, I think it was on Tuesday evening. Um, and you might kind of look at that and think that the confidence in, in both camps might might be a big swing there. And obviously, it's going to be the same fixture at Old Trafford as well. So I think Palace might be coming into this one low on confidence. Um, obviously, as well, um, you know, they kept a clean, you know, Man United kept a clean sheet against Palace in, in that cup game. They also kept a clean sheet against Burnley on the weekend. Palace, they've also they failed to score against Fulham on the weekend, so they come into this game having failed to score in the last two. So, yeah, I think this might be one where United continue to get back on track. Obviously, got that win last weekend, as I mentioned, against Burnley. Good performance against Palace into the next round of the Cup. So, yeah, I, I think confidence will be high at United at the moment. Maybe the opposite now at Palace. So, yeah, I, th- I think everything kind of points towards United win. Um, and I like and I like the look of it at, uh, doing so to nil. So, I'm going to go for that at 7-4. to four. OK, next up, it's two teams in Europe versus promoted outfits. Sam, Newcastle put eight past Sheffield United last week. Now they play Burnley. So are we going to see an abundance of goals in this encounter? Where would the line be for you? Yeah, so I do fancy Newcastle here. I do actually fancy us to get probably three, potentially four. I think maybe the 
Price is still a little bit short with the three goals. So over two and a half match goals being one to two. I'd like to see a little bit higher on it, but I can see why they've gone with that line, to be fair, based on what we have seen so far. It's the first time we're, for a long time where we've seen Newcastle actually firing all cylinders since that first game of the season, obviously with the 5-1. We had a bit of a, a flat spell, so to speak, uh, there. So it was nice to see that come in. I think, don't think anyone saw it coming quite like it did, to be fair. We were just clinical. Uh, I think we'll do well to sort of get anywhere near them levels again. But yeah, I do fancy a convincing win for us. I think the line... For me, I'm, I will probably be going for over three and a half match goals here, uh, six to five. I think it's going to be tight, but I think that's probably where I'd be putting it. Now, Jamie, Burnley's only point of the season has come on the road, and it may be that their brand of football under Vincent Company is better suited to away games. With this in mind, can I tempt you with a Burnley double chance of the 12 to five? Um, I don't think so. Um, I think Newcastle are going to be too strong here. I think obviously looked so impressive against Sheffield United. Obviously, a team, you know, I think we mentioned last week, and it looked like maybe Paul Heckenbottom might be the next manager to go. Um, so maybe kind of there is that caveat in, in Sheffield United. Haven't been great this season and, and it's not looking good for them. But still to put eight past them, I think was very impressive. Um, and obviously Newcastle will be kind of hoping that this is the springboard for their season. And um yeah, obviously, face another nice fixture here against Burnley. Um, and yeah, I think this is a Burnley team who kind of really uh, fell into showing equality. Um, that they're, they're, they're going to stay in the Premier League this season at the moment. Um, you know, we mentioned about them trying to change things a little bit. Obviously, being very open at the back, continuing to be very attacking. But he hasn't really looked like he's changed that at the moment. So uh, yeah, I, I, unfortunately for Burnley, I think it's going to be a, a pretty comfortable Newcastle win here. Well, let's talk about Sheffield United now because they go to West Ham on Saturday. Sam, if you're looking at the anytime scorer market, what player is the most tempting option for you? Yeah, so it's an 11-5 option and it's that man, Jared Bowen. Four goals already this campaign. He's been bang at it. Uh, obviously scored as well uh, in the last, obviously he was defeat to Manchester United, but he was in the score sheet. So his form very high at the moment, at this moment in time. I think Jared Bowen is the man for West Ham. Well, Jamie, West Ham's start to the season has been relatively impressive. Is a win and over 2.5 goals at 11-10 to 10 something that sounds appealing to you? Yeah, I think so, especially obviously after Sheffield United's very heavy defeat last weekend. I think, you know, West Ham will be looking at this as a good chance to, to really get their goal difference up. They've really scored 11 goals this season in their first six matches. Um, but yeah, West Ham have been just overall very impressive so far and I think they're going to have a good season. Um, you know, already had to play the likes of Liverpool, Manchester City and Brighton and that and that's just in three of the last four matches as well and um, still only, you know, seventh in the table as well. So a really good start there um, and yeah, should be far too strong for the Sheffield United team and, you know, as you mentioned, you know, lots of good attack, attacking options for, for West Ham as well, obviously. Jared Bowen, as Sam mentioned there, he's in great form at the moment. So, um, yeah, I think a big win here for West Ham. So I do like the look of that over 2.5 goals and a West Ham win. OK, and before we move on, I want a correct score bet from you both. It doesn't matter where it is in the world. I just want that outcome spot on. So, Sam, you're up first. What have you got for me? Yeah, so it's a game that we've already spoken about. I've backed it as a stalemate and I'm actually going to go for a low scoring one as well. I don't ever really back nil-nils, but I've got a feeling this one just might be. Forest versus Brentford, I think... What I've seen with them in recent weeks is Brentford are struggling to sort of convert chances and sometimes even create as well as much as what I'd expect from Brentford. Uh, Forrest at home here as well. I think Brentford are notoriously difficult to break down sometimes. Uh, and I think this is going to be a, a tight game for some reason. I just can't see either team 
coming away with the three points. I'm going to actually be going for a low scoring one. It's nine to one, a nil nil draw. Now, Jamie, you were on the money with last week's pick. What have you got this weekend? Yeah, I've also got another nine to one game and another low scoring game and another game involving Arsenal. Obviously, I said two all last week in the North London derby. Um, and I'm going to go for a one nil win here for Arsenal against Bournemouth. I, I said, I think, obviously, Arsenal coming to this one may be disappointed with how the season's gone so far. Um, and I think it's going to be a tricky game against Bournemouth. Obviously, missing players as well. I said no Declan Rice, potentially. Martinelli, Trossard, Saka all look like they're doubts as well. So, I think it's going to be a tough one. And I, I mentioned as well, a couple of, I think a couple of shows ago, I think it was on my long shot pick, I had Bournemouth getting a draw against Chelsea. Obviously, that was the case. They played a nil, played out a nil-nil draw. Bournemouth, obviously, it's, it's been a tough start, but they have been playing well. And uh, I think this will be another game where they do make it tricky to... You know, break them down, but I think it's going to be another defeat for them. Uh, so I'm going to go for a one to win for Arsenal here at nine to one. And of course, check out freebets.com for the best insight and betting tips ahead of this weekend. Right, let's mop up some more Premier League headlines now. And there's only one game on Sunday, I think, because the Ryder Cup takes prominence this weekend. It's Nottingham Forest versus Brentford. Sam, the Bees have only won once this season. You've just backed the draw. Do you want to expand on it? Yeah, so let's follow this one a bit. Like I said, I just think they've both come to the sort of couple of games where I've just not seen the best of them. Uh, obviously, both when they're on it, firing, obviously great great for it, great entertainment. I just think they've kind of hit a bit of a flat point, both of them, coming into this match here. I think with Brentford being away, I think they are going to sort of struggle a little bit. I've seen, watching the, against Newcastle, we had a good sort of 20 minutes, but after that, they sort of petered off in the match. Uh, I just think it's going to be one of them games where both teams maybe struggle to show their best. Uh, yeah, I just think they're going to cancel each other out here. I'm back in a low-scoring one. I just can see it. All I can see is a draw, to be honest. Well, Jamie, Sam's going for a low-scoring stalemate. There's been under 2.5 goals in each of Forrest's last three matches. Does this mean the way to go is under 2.5 on Sunday, odds of 8 to 11? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got exactly the same notes here as well. I think you know, I think this one will play out in a low-scoring one and a draw as well. So, uh, yeah, at the moment, obviously, no winning four for Brentford and, and two defeats in a row for them. See beaten by Everton on the weekend, which was a real surprise, especially at home as well. Um, but then I think as well, you look at this Nottingham Forest team, I don't think they're a team worth backing either at the moment. So, yeah, I think the draw is definitely the way to go. The draw is 21 to 10. Um, but if you kind of want to add a bit more value, adding in under 2.5 goals, along with the draw, you get 11 to 4. So I think this is pretty looking pretty good at the moment. Obviously, two fairly low scoring teams. Um, so, yeah, I, I do like the look of that bet. Uh, under 2.5 goals. And uh, draw. OK, then Monday night takes us to the West London derby between Fulham and Chelsea. So, Sam, the Blues have had a dreadful start to the season. Can Fulham make it even worse by picking up the 13-5 to home win? Yeah, do you know what? I actually do quite like this one. Uh, Fulham picked up a win at Craven Cottage last season, a 2-1 win against Chelsea. Let's be honest, Chelsea made a shocking start to the season. They've only managed five points so far. It's really not going the way that Pochettino would like it. And obviously, that the, that the board would have liked it as well. And the fans, of course. Fulham have taken eight points so far. So, not a bad start to the campaign. I think a lot of people had them down for struggling without Mitrovic. But it just shows that there is life after Mitro. Uh, and I think that Silva is doing a great job there, to be fair. It's, it's well, it's pivotal to Fulham's success, I think, going forward. That they managed to keep hold of him because I think he is the real driving force for that team. Uh, I, I think they'll try and take the game to Chelsea. I don't think there'll be any reason to be nervous, even going to Stamford Bridge at the moment, because we're just not seeing a Chelsea side of of old. So I think, yeah, Fulham will definitely be up for this one. And I think the centre three is actually quite a good price. Now, of course, Jamie, Chelsea have only won once this season. And although they are 
creating plenty of chances, they are also failing to put them away. So you've earlier backed Fulham to win. Is that part of the reasoning behind it? Yeah, I mean, I just, just think there's very little reason to back Chelsea in this one. Obviously, they're evens to kind of get the win here. Um, and, you know, I can't really understand why. I think maybe the underlying data does suggest that um, Chelsea have maybe looked, you know, performances have been fairly decent and, and maybe suggest that Pochettino and Chelsea can turn it around. Obviously, the, their stats have been pretty good, but at the moment, it just looks, you know, like not, not a lot's happening for them at the moment. As I said, atmosphere is very low as well. Um, they just look a, a long way off it. And uh, I think this is going to be another very tough game for them. Obviously, as I said, Fulham, they picked up some good results this season and uh, I think they can do it again here. I just think that this is kind of a real, real um, horrible game for Chelsea, especially kind of one that's under the likes at uh, Craven Cottage. So, uh, yeah, that, as I said, I'm, I'm still going to back a Fulham win here. And uh, evens for a Chelsea win, I just think you'd be uh, absolutely crazy to do that. OK, let's pick up the passports and go on a holiday. Let's go for a quick tour around Europe. Sam, you're off to Italy first as AC Milan play host to Lazio. Now, Lazio's start to the campaign has been rather uninspiring. Can I inspire you with a San Siro home win or to three to four? Oh, I've looked at the stats and I'm definitely inspired on this one. Milan have won four, sorry, the last five home games at the San Zero and have also won four of their opening five games of the campaign. So definitely like him looking at this one. Lazio have lost three of their opening five games. Uh, and Milan have won all of the last four games between the sides as well. So for me, definitely fancying this one. I think three to four is a great price. OK, and Jamie, you're off to Ligue 1 as Monaco play host to Marseille. The visitors lost to PSG last weekend. Will it be more of the same when they travel to Monte Carlo? The home win here is six to five. Yep, I really like the look of uh, an AS Monaco win here. Um, obviously, been really good at home this season. They've won two of their first three home matches. Um, they did lose to Nice on the weekend um, at home, but this is a Nice side that are flying at the moment, so you can kind of understand that. Uh, but Monaco, I think they, they're heading to this one. They have made a good start to the season. They are fourth at the moment in Liga, just two points off the top as well. Um, Marseille, meanwhile, they kind of head into this one, obviously after a very damaging 4-0 defeat to PSG on the weekend. So confidence there will be very low. Um, and of course, they remain without a permanent manager after Marcelino's um, departure. So, yeah, I think everything kind of points towards Monaco, you know, continuing their good start to the season, um, you know, inflicting more misery for Marseille. So, yeah, as you said, I, I think uh, a home win here looks good at 6-5. to five. Me too. Sam, you're now off to La Liga. A surprise that Girona plays to Real Madrid. It's second versus third at the time of writing, although there are midweek fixtures to take place beforehand. But Los Blancos lost the Madrid derby last weekend. Would you be playing this one safe with the away double chance at 3-10 to or going bold with the away win at 19-20? to Oh, it's a really tricky one, this one. I think I'm just going to side with Real Madrid on this one for the away win, but... I wouldn't say I'm overly confident in this one, but I think that's probably where I'd be going with it. A W money shout. Uh, I've got to give full credit to Corona. They've capitalised on uh, on the teams they've been playing against. Obviously, they've won the last five games, but when I looked into a little bit deeper, all the five wins have come against teams that are currently placed in the bottom half of the table. So, uh, when they have played against teams that are in the top half, so that being Real Sociedad, who are currently eighth in the league, that's the first time they dropped points this season, and that was a one-all draw. So, obviously, very, very respectable form coming into this one. I just think that Real Madrid will need to get the win here, obviously. to I think it's it's so tight in that uh, in that Spanish league at the moment where, obviously, they've just dropped points with Cesco Madrid and, obviously, Barcelona flying as well. So, I think it's one of them where they're looking to not make it back-to-back games but they've lost points and they'll come out all guns blazing and I think that they will just nick a win here. 
Now, Jamie, the big one in the Bundesliga is RB Leipzig versus Bayern Munich. Bayern were rampant against Bochum last weekend. They are 10-11 for the away win. Do you think they can mm. exact revenge for their Super Cup defeat at the start of the season? Mm, I, I don't think they will, actually. I think this is going to be a really exciting game, obviously, between two really good teams. And uh, I, I like the look of a draw here at 16-5. to um, I don't think there's a lot in it at the moment between these two teams. And obviously, you look at the table, obviously, very much suggests the same as well. Um, Leipzig, as I said, they made a really good start to the season. They're now four wins in a row. Um, they did lose on the opening day, but bounced back really well. Um, and then, of course, Bayern, they've been in fantastic form recently. Obviously, got that big win on the weekend as well. Um, they've just dropped two points all season. So, been really good, really good start to the season from both teams. And uh, I think that's why it'll play out as a draw, obviously, especially uh, with the game being at Leipzig as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go for a draw here at 16 to 5. Okay, then it's time for our final bit of business. It's the odds on threefold. We all pick a leg each. We combine it into an acca. We try and go for bets over one to two, but less than evens. And let's see if we can get another winner over the line. So, Sam, you're up first. What have you got for me? Yeah, so I went to the championship last weekend, which I had success with Ipswich to win. I'm back in another home win here. So, it's Cardiff versus Rotherham at the weekend. 3 p.m. game on Saturday. Cardiff made a good start to the season. 13 points in the opening eight games. Uh, they've also won four of the last five games as well. Uh, and three, the last three games at home have all been wins to Cardiff as well. They're up against a struggling Rotherham side who uh, currently in the relegation zone. Only five points taken from their open 18 games. Uh, their away record doesn't make for pretty reading either. They've lost the last four games in the championship away from home. And I also looked at it. They've actually not taken any wins from the last 17 away games as well. So miserable form that for Rotherham. Uh, and I think it's worrying times, actually, as well for them in terms of whether they can maintain their place in the championship this season. So, for me, I'm back in straightforward Cardiff win. OK, and Jamie, what have you got up your sleeve? Yeah, I really like the look of this one. I think it feels pretty nailed on. I'm going to go for a Leverkusen win over Mines on the weekends at 4-7. to seven. Um, Leverkusen have made a fantastic start to the season and a team I, I really look, I want to keep an eye on this season um, in the terms of the race of the Bundesliga title. Um, they're undefeated this season. They're joined top of the table. Obviously, got that draw um, away at Bayern Munich as well a couple of game weeks ago. Um, and yeah, the, the, yeah, I just think they look really good at the moment. They face a Mainz team on the weekends who are bottom of the table at the moment. You know, lost three in a row as well. So yeah, I think everything kind of suggests that uh, Leverkusen get another win here at uh, four to seven. I'm off to League One as Lincoln plays to Cheltenham and the Robins made history for all the wrong reasons last week as they are the first team to have played their first nine EFL League matches and not scored a single goal. No goals and just a single point from 27 for the Robins and although there's always the danger they could pick up points at the weekend, with a streak this bad, you simply have to back against it. So Lincoln are mid-table and they're coming to this game off the back of their Carabao Cup clash with West Ham in midweek and I'm back in the home win on Saturday odds of 13-20. to 20. Right, that brings us to full time, so I just need to do the admin before we wrap up. As mentioned before, if any of these bets take your fancy, make sure to visit the free bets websites. And now, I just need to thank my duo of top guests. Sam, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I hope you enjoyed that one. Absolutely loved it, boys. Back-to-back long shots this weekend. Yeah, let's follow up that 52-1. to Jamie, thanks for your time and sharing your betting insights with me. Yeah, thanks, Dan. And yeah, looking forward to more football on the weekend. I think, you know, obviously been a great start to the season so far. Obviously a great start to the season so far for us with, with some of our calls as well. So, yeah, hopefully hopefully, lots more come good on the weekend. Absolutely. Cheers, guys. And also to listeners out there. And with that said, it just leads me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is the Odds On Podcast. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>